Hey everybody, this is Will. And this is Joshua. And you're listening to Two Bros. Diff Modes. And we're just two bros with shared experiences and diverse backgrounds. Narrating our journey through this modern landscape of ours. And you can contact us at twobrosdiffmos at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. It's going to be Instagram and Twitter at twobrosdiffmos. Going to use the number two when you look that up. And uh, this is our pilot episode. Everything you're about to hear was originally recorded on Joshua's uh, uh, cell phone mm-hmm. uh, and it was, we were working on an article and you just want to kind of record this conversation for uh, posterity's sake so that you could reference this thing and and I remember you said you listened to it and it sounded really good and yeah and, man. and then also just because me and you have like such awesome conversations and I felt like leading up to that day we had already had so many like great conversations we had talked about uh this whole thing with police brutality because you were like getting more into like looking into like what that was about yeah. and what was going on with it and then uh things started happening with Ahmad Aubrey the Amy Cooper situation in uh Central Park in New York and then George Floyd and then it's like this you know this just kind of took off yeah I was falling down the rabbit hole as the dominoes were were uh, tipping the scale but in a good way though like yeah. I I felt like for me it was so awesome to see you come to these realizations like it really was yeah um and so that was one of the reasons for me uh to ask you to like record this conversation because also and as people will hear in the the podcast episode at the time i was talking to you who's white and i was talking to another one of my friends who's white and you guys just had two completely different viewpoints about what was going on and i just thought that was very interesting yeah uh i I think uh what people are going to hear in this episode is a white man who did not understand or believe in white privilege literally have the revelation and realization of his own privilege in this episode it's kind of a it's kind of crazy um you know so so my guys we hope you enjoy the episode Please comment, uh, make any comment, questions, concerns, whatever you hear. Like, let us know. We want to hear from you. We want to learn from you. So, enjoy this episode. Here we go. What I had started working on the other day was an article about a conversation that I had with this guy that I call my brother. His name is Have I ever told you about him? He's a white guy who lives in San Diego. Uh That's who I went to go visit in San Diego last time. Like, when I went to San Diego. But anyways, I've known him since I was like nine or eight or whatever and first he was my brother's best friend and then he became like just a part of our family um it was weird because i remember and i guess this matters for this conversation because i remember when he like when we were younger his mom let him stay at our house for a week and this is when we lived um was this in that house no it wasn't it was in our new house okay well, we live. It was, we lived in our our. We lived in the house that we live in now, um, but his mom was going out of town like for a work vacation, and she let him stay at our house for a week. At the time, this was like in the nineties, I think. At the time, that was a big deal, because he's a white kid staying at his black family's house. Yeah. I don't know why that was a big deal, but I guess maybe because of how long he stayed, or maybe it was a big deal because it was just unusual for us. Did he ever stay over, like on the weekends? Because he said he was originally your, your your brother's best friend, right? Yeah, but most of the time my brother would go to his house. Oh, okay. Uh, and he did. Yeah, he came to our house. Did he? I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember that specific time. 
Okay. But I know we used to go to his house all the time. Um, we used to go to their house all the time. Um, and then... So, he's pretty conservative. He's the only kid. Um, his mom spoiled him a lot. Uh, and he grew up, he joined the army. And he is, like, he's pretty conservative, but overall he's, like, a pretty, like, really awesome guy. Um, and he called me the other day. And he called me usually, like, when he called me, it, it, we usually end up talking about, like, politics and shit. Because he, um, he, I don't know. He just likes, he, he does like talking about politics, but he's conservative. And so he likes to be controversial, too, sometimes. Okay. And so... I'm kind of writing an article, with all that said, I'm kind of writing an article about about the conversation I had with him, but then also speaking with you a lot of times, I just know it's different because, like, I don't know, y'all are just different. For for me with him... <laughs> like, you know, as, real, as white people? Well, uh, well yeah, I okay, guess. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was I'm like, being, that's the only thing anything that we have in common. <laughs> actually, yeah. No, you know what? You know what, though? That's... You're exactly right. And so that kind of... That also kind of leads to... Uh, also, like, I guess what I want to speak about. Because, yeah, like, you said it, and I guess I was kind of afraid to go there. To, to, to like, say it. Okay. Because I guess that is the only difference. You know, like... Um... <laughs> And I, when, I, when I say that, too, I mean, like, the, when I say that y'all are different, like, white people, like, he's different in the fact that, like, I don't believe he's racist or anything like that. I don't. Because, like, I believe he would actually do anything for me that I asked him. Like, for I, that's why I call him, like, a brother. Because I really feel like he would, like, he would absolutely be there for me if I needed something from him. But, on the other hand, he does have a tendency to sometimes endorse racist things. Mm -hmm. Or, and then also, I don't, like, and, well, you, on the other hand, like, I I feel like I've never had to question it. With him, I feel like I have to question it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, like, with you... You, you believe that he's not really a racist or, or any of those things, right? But, mm -hmm. obviously, the things that he, like you said, endorses or talks about or is a fan of or advocate of is, like, questionable. Therefore, you can't, you can't fully know... Is is he? Is he? What if he just likes me, but he like hates other black people? It makes yeah, you question. Yeah. It makes you question whether yeah. or not he's actually a racist. Because I actually even... don't know how many other black friends he has. Like we may be, we like I don't, I don't know. I've never seen him with a lot of black people. And honestly, in retrospect, if we were with him and he had other people with him, they were usually white. If it was other black people, they came with us. I mean, I don't know. And I don't have no problem with that. Because yeah. like I said, like, I love him. Like, he is absolutely, he's, amazing. The, yeah. he's an amazing person. Not the best indicator, but I feel like the true test would you just ask anybody, like, have you ever been the token whatever at a black party? Have you ever been to a black party? Like, how many, not even, okay, well, I wouldn't even call it a black party. That sounds bad. <laughs> I feel, you know what I mean? What's but a black party? I, I, there is no such thing as a black party. Well, a party with majority black people? Correct. Okay. Right. <laughs> but but in, in all, you know, I, no, I in all reality, that doesn't make it a black party, it just makes it a party. I love black 
You like black party? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah. So, so I mean, maybe there, maybe yeah, there is. I mean, when you go to a black party, you get like good food, seasoned. Yeah. You get like good <laughs> drinks, like. So herb, I guess you can you, you go to black party? I would, say, I would say if you were gonna define anything as a black party, it would just have to be the vibe or the environment, not necessarily the people that are there, right? Because then you're labeling what you're doing by associating it particularly with black people because not all black people are the same but to do that would say would generalize them and say this is what black people are like and that's not true because there are all types of black people all types of Hispanics Mm -hmm. all types of you know Chinese whatever so but the fact yeah. is, black parties are fun. Yeah. So, I, agree with, I, I agree with all of this, but I have, we have to get back on top. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my point was, I think it's just a good indicator to ask anybody if they've ever been yeah. the only one of that. Have you ever been to a party where you're the minority? Because I've been to friends' graduation parties and stuff like that where I'm the one the white guy. White person. Yeah, I'm just hanging out and I'm like, bro. How does that what? make you feel? Um, it is, it's partially intimidating. I don't feel threatened or anything like that by anyone. And have these been like black people, Latinos? Uh, I've been I've been in social gatherings where it's been a mixture of. You know what I mean? Like when you when you say you like the only white person, who was the majority? Oh, who the majority the of black people. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. But you know what? That can be intimidating for me. So well, that's what I'm saying is if the only way that it feels intimidating is because. I'm the only one. There's no other buffer. And if I don't, and the I don't need, the thing that I would want a buffer from would be an amount of like translation. Mm-hmm. Because if you put yourself into an environment that you're not familiar with, you don't know how things operate in that environment. Yeah. Right? And I'm not worried about being racist or being perceived as racist or anything like that. But I can definitely say that there have been times where I had no intentions of anything like that, but then maybe somebody was like, yo, that's not cool, or like, don't do that, or, you know, I could tell it, it upset them, or they got offended, or I like pissed somebody off, right? Right? Just cultural things, right? Where I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know like it was like this, or I didn't know this is how people do things in this environment, right? Like, you think about like Middle Eastern or Asian or, or like Indian people or Chinese people, right? A lot of them take off their shoes. So if you were to walk into their house and you notice that nobody else is wearing their shoes and they all had their shoes on in one spot and you were the only one that had your shoes on, you'd be like, oh, fuck, this feels kind of like, should I take my shoes off? Like, this is your house, this type of thing. But I mean, you know, once people start treating, you know, as soon as they treat you like a human being, then you feel welcome, right? And that's what happens. People walk up to me and they introduce themselves and I talk to them and this is how I know this person. All right, dope. Hey, man, did you get some food? Oh, fuck, yeah. I love bringing food to quote unquote black parties. Because when other people enjoy my food, and I'm sure you obviously understand this just as somebody who cooks food, when other people enjoy your food, you're like, yeah, I made that shit, right? So I always love taking my cauliflower to parties. And I always spit that shit on people too. Y'all go eat the cauliflower. Anyways, (laughs) sorry, huge tangent. Back to your friend. No, you're good. I think I was was done with him, but I do understand what you were saying. Like, I don't know, I guess that kind of has to do with what... I wanted to talk about because I was like thinking there are times like we are talking because like it's like how comfortable uh. you know what I mean like I don't know like I'm trying to say it but I don't know how like, yeah you how, feel like there you, you say no? I, I feel like given uh, how you feel about whatever it is you're trying to say to the other person 
if you were going to say it to me, you might feel more comfortable saying it to me, and you might feel more apprehensive saying it to or around him, right? You just have an idea of how certain people look at things. You said he was, he'd like to be confrontational, right? You know, those types of things. So if you were to say it to me, I wouldn't be like, whoa, 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 or I wouldn't blow it in one direction, right? I might, you might be more comfortable saying it around me or expressing those things or talking about those things because you know that I'm maybe just But then again, I don't aware. know. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. that's the, and I guess that's kind of what I was getting at, too. Like, because there's still that barrier of... Like, apprehension. Apprehension. And that, trepidation. like, I know you as, like, Daniel Stander. We've known each other for more than 10 years. Right? I was telling him that, like, a little while ago because it, like, hit me because I didn't even realize that. Like, we've known each other for more than 10 years now. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. But, like, at the end of the day, when it comes to, like, stuff like this, like, issues like these, you're a person that I love. I've lived with you, mm-hmm. which is, when I, when I tell you, like, like, how much that blows me away, like, for real, you, it, like, that was not what I was expecting was going to be the thing that happened. I don't know why, but it, you know, but I'm not, yeah. I'm not mad that it did. Bro, we just ended up taking a class together. Yeah, I know, we took sex class. Yeah. But, like, when we talk about things like this, the, the apprehension comes from, even though I know you're the, know you, you are this person I love, just like him, it is more difficult for me to say things around you because you are, like, a white person standing in front of me. Yeah. So it's like, because, and I think that's also because you are someone that I know unless I don't want to hurt you or, like, make it seem like, so it's like, sometimes I feel like, what what you like shaking your head what 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 are the like i mean as as an example i'm just gonna go out of limb here would it would it would we be hanging out you might see something and something happens on television or video or whatever and would you maybe have the thought or feeling of like man fuck those white people (laughs) see like yeah like things like that sort of thing and it's like like i do a lot of times i do feel comfortable saying things in front of you especially when we're talking about it like, if we're talking about, like, the police situation, you know, like, yeah. things like that. Or if we're just talking about, like, race relations in general. Like, I'll feel comfortable talking about it with you. But even still, like, even other people that I know, I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. Because I, I have a problem with that because at the end of the day, like, I'm an educated person. So I don't generally listen to what other people just say. You know, like, I know history and facts and things like that. So at the end of the day, I, I do know that there is a problem with racism. I know why it happens. I know it's still going on today. So there is nothing that no one could tell me, you know. Or otherwise. Yeah, to yeah. say otherwise. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. And yeah. I'm okay with letting you have that and me just not saying anything because I know the truth, you know. But then also there are times like when things happen, like what's happening in the news right now, you know, it's frustrating. And so... At the end of the day, as a black person, you have to deal with the insults of this happening. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, care about the feelings of people in your life who are white. And because you know, for real, like, I don't care about what anyone says. I am, I know I'm unapologetically black. Like, I am a black person. I (laughs) I love being, I love, like, you know, love it. But I, because there are black people that will say, oh, you know, like, fuck white, they don't matter if they're your friends. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. I know that you agree <clears throat> with me on, like, a lot of things when it comes to, like, race and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, but then when it comes to, like, my friend, he's different, you know, because, I don't know, 
like the the okay take for instance instance the shit that happened in texas with the woman who got out of jail because the law was oh yeah her. fuck that lady right okay so i don't know if we <laughs> talked about it or anything yet but like brutally honest here please okay. so like did you feel like that was white privilege with her getting out of like how what did you feel about that conversation um i mean that that, that situation like that whole story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you break the law. Number one. Yeah. What I, I would I would I just because of just because of how I understand right the order of operations is you break the law then you have to be reprimanded. You don't just get to do whatever you want, right? The guy in the new the newscaster said it best, right? Just because you don't like something doesn't mean you'd get to just oh, say yeah, fuck yeah. all and do whatever you want and then get get away with it, right? There has to be repercussions, repercussions for your actions. Like Do you like your tea bags, man? I'm sorry. Yeah, you can leave them in there. <laughs> right? You have to be responsible for your behavior and for your persons. Yeah. Right? Otherwise, like he said, then you just get to say, well, I don't like the speed limit. I don't follow that. Or I don't do this. I don't do that. And everybody gets away with whatever the fuck they want. Right? So, undoubtedly, white privilege. So, okay. So, I guess... When I, let me not say I guess, but that, that was my... What was my issue? Right? It was a with, fucking middle-aged white lady who complained about some shit like she was the only person who was dealing with anything. So, I guess that was my issue and one of the reasons why I started writing the article that I was writing because, like, when my when my brother called me, his name is when he called me, he, like, he wanted to talk about that. Like, he wanted to see how I was doing, uh-huh. which I know he did, because, I mean, you know, he's always he's always checking on me. But we always end up talking about politics. And he, that was one of the things that he wanted to talk about. And, like, when we talked about it, I was, in my head, I'm like, why do I have to explain this to you? <laughs> and, like, why don't you, like, I feel like you just, you know, you got that. Like, you understood it. Yeah. Because it is, literally, like there's no other explanation. Literally, the only comparison you have to make is, how, how big of a reaction and physical turnout are there for injustices against black people? How many white, repre- how many white people are represented in, in that group of people who turn out to protest for that sort of shit versus this lady got in trouble for opening her hair salon? Wait, say it again? Right? Make, make the comparison of those two crowds, mm-hmm. right? If all you're doing is comparing the, the, the races of those two crowds, the people who are lashing out at these types of injustices that are happening to black Americans, right? Mm-hmm. When you get shot in the street and these types yeah. of things, regardless of whatever the fuck your history is, right? You, there is absolutely zero legal action taken for two entire months. You have video evidence that these two people just shot another man in the street and it took you two months to arrest him, right? The number of white people in that crowd of people who were speaking up saying, why the fuck isn't this happening? Versus the number of white people supporting the lady that she shouldn't have been fined or or have been punished for her actions. They're protesting for her, right? (laughs) The number of white people in that, we'll call her Karen... Right, because that's what she was as a Karen. <laughs> right, the number of white people supporting that Karen and protesting for Karen, compared to the number of white people speaking out in the instance of somebody being shot in the middle of the street and they happen to be black, and you have you're in this fucking you know racist ass territory and all this shit. Right, undoubted. Right. Yeah. That in itself, 
white privilege, right? Because why? Why? So that inherently speaks to the sub, the whole thing in itself. Why are you white people coming out here and supporting Karen, but not standing up for black people's rights? So I mean, bam, white privilege. That's true, but I feel like also at the end of the day, like because when black people do rally. And they do come together, even if there are no white people present in those crowds, or even if there are, right? It's very minuscule. When shitty things happen to black people and those people protest, then it's a fucking riot or some other thing. It's not taken seriously. It's looked at more, it's looked at as more criminal activity or some shit, right? So, white privilege. I guess I just still struggle with that, like, comfortability of, because you don't have other, like, even when I post things, Online, you know, I have. Oh, thank you so much. I have other uh, white friends online, and it's like I don't know. I struggle with that, I guess, because I don't want to hurt anyone. But at the end of the day, it's like there's already a whole bunch of pain. You know. So. Right. I can see. I can definitely understand what you what you are probably feeling. Right, and, because it's like look at the hate that's being expressed onto us more hate doesn't fix anything right by 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 being or expressing yourself in a way that might come off as shitty or negative towards the opposition or what people look as look at as the opposition right then it's like ugh, it doesn't help right but I'll, but but at the same time fuck you right like <laughs> yeah. you know how am i supposed to not have my feelings yeah. why why should i why should i respect you when you don't respect me What's the point here? It becomes very difficult, I can imagine. And then you just have... That's that's where prejudice comes from, right? When you just have somebody who doesn't like another person and they justify it somehow, right? Not saying that that's what you do because you have that internal struggle. But if any white person was, you know, 50, 60 years ago, racism is still around, right? However those people become indoctrinated is just because somebody else was like... Somebody else before them justified that that behavior was okay. And that's how they did it. And that's where somebody else fucking learned it, right? It was out there. Somebody taught it to them. Somebody told them it was okay. They were exposed to these things and it molded them into this fucking horrible person. That's another crazy thing, too, though, because sometimes I give white people a break because of that. Because I'm like, well, that's what your mama taught you. Right. It's not (laughs) your fault you're stupid. Yeah. But at some point, you have to be able to change yourself. Yeah, you're a stupid adult, so you should know better. Or, you know, at least you have the opportunity to know better and you don't care to. So, eh, can't feel sorry for you. You're shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head? But I just, like, about the... Like, about how you said you don't want to make him, like, feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm bad with... I don't know if it's a bad thing, but I feel like... I'm not gonna make you feel comfortable. With <laughs> yeah, you're not, I'm not because you know why? No, because it goes back to, oh, do you think it was comfortable for Trayvon's Martin mom when y'all shot yeah. him? Do you think it was like comfortable for Ahmad's mom when I, you shot his son? You know, like that's I, fucked up. Yo, I 100 so, like, agree. 100 so, like, agree. With that. No, I'm not gonna make you feel comfortable about what your race is doing because you need to know about what your people are doing. Yeah. Against other yeah. races. So I'm not gonna make and myself comfortable. So you I'm not gonna like yeah. I'm not gonna ask the comfortable questions. I'm not. Yeah. Make and them I'm not feel and uncomfortable. I'm, and if I, like, no I respect like I respect like certain white people. There's Will, there's my brother in law, a whole Trump supporter. And I respect him still because 
he gets me. You get me. I get you. But there, but y'all need to know <laughs> what y'all's race is doing. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna filter my, my, my feelings, my emotions. feelings about racial stuff. Like with white people, I'm just not inequality. And I don't know if it's a race thing because yeah, you didn't do it, but I also feel like am I taking that out on you? And that's not cool because you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. There's You're, a yeah. The other white did do it, but no, I'm like no because y'all still need to know that that's just not fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't, I don't mean to laugh, but like he's so like. <laughs> He is so unapologetic. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I, I, like, I could watch a whole fucking movie. I love it though, it's funny. Like, it's Django, not funny but... I could watch Django with you, him busting these crackers, <laughs> you know, and I'm not, and I'm gonna say, kill that cracker, bitch. Yeah. You know, and I'm not gonna, and if you would stand up and say something, then what's up? But I'm not gonna, like, make you feel comfortable about racial shit because that's not fucking cool. So, one of the things that Deontay and I, Deontay would crack up. And I'm I, sorry I, I got emotional. No, no, no. That's fine, <laughs> right? right? What, like I said, I 100% agree with you. There's yeah. no reason to filter yourself to make to, to to cater to somebody else just because you are disenfranchised or being made to feel bad yeah. for being oppressed. Right? Like, fuck that. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah. Like, and I, like, I, it should make yeah. you feel emotional, you know, like, because... Yeah, like that's great. But like it's when I when I listen to what you just said, and then just to know that the type of person that you are, it's just I'm laughing, but it's not like I'm laughing at you. It's just because I'm just like no, like we <laughs> each other. It's the yeah, <laughs> and it just I don't know. It just makes me so happy because like he is <laughs> right, and it's and not it's a just, malicious thing. It's not like you're it's coming from a bad place. Yeah, right. You're not doing it. You're not doing it to hurt them or make, you know, to, uh, but this is what happens. And this is the truth. If you can't, why, if you can't handle the truth, then what the fuck is your problem? This is what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, and if I can't be real with a friend, then they're never going to get to know me. And that's. Yeah, that's true. Those people aren't friends. (laughs) That's, that's just, you know, that's who you are. They can't accept you for who you are. and And it does, bro. Like with people like, like I just. Uh, I just don't understand it because I don't know. Like it's just like why don't you get it? Like I know you're not a dumb person, and yeah. then like he's, he's. I I do feel like he's very privileged though. You know, like I said, he's the only child. He grew up. His mom really spoiled him, which she's an amazing mother. Um, and uh, you know she she did though. You know, like she spoiled him, but that was like her only kid. Um, and he had like, you know, his grand parents like lived in new york and shit like they were wealthy and he had like a trust fund and shit like that so because like for instance like he he was in the army so i know he does i'm sure he you know he's a vet which is yeah. awesome uh but he like dropped everything basically and he travels around now in a like a mercedes van mm. with his two pit bulls like he really like just travels the country and he is always pushing this thing like you know everyone should do this i don't know why people just don't you know take control of their lives and drive around in a van with two pit bulls around the country like <laughs> what it. yeah i mean he's, you know but i mean it's great you know because he does get to see like he takes bomb ass yeah. Photos and Some shit of us of have to work. We're not, Thank you. So we're so, not, okay. we, we don't all come from money, Tony, or whatever the fuck your name is. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> thank you. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. You're like extra privileged. That's what I'm saying. You got like, fucking 
What do you 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 have everything everybody else doesn't have? Just shut the, shut up. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I'm sure you know everyone has their struggles, but it's just like for him to say the things that he says sometimes, and he has had such a privileged life, you know, because no matter what people says. Finances don't make you happy, no, but they make it a hell of a lot more comfortable. Right, and that's literally only because of the system that you are required to live in. Yeah. This is a system that you grew up in, and this system flourishes on money. If you have a shit ton of it, your life is a whole lot better, and will you be happy? Will you be happier? Absolutely. Because you won't live in poverty, because you won't have to worry about what you're eating for your next meal, because you can go on vacation and do these things. You can do things that make you... You can live your life instead of being, you know, a slave to the machine in the system. Work for your entire life until you can save up enough money to stop working so you can not work for maybe 20 years, the, the last 20 years of your life or whatever, and then you can die, right? Sorry, yeah. Money doesn't bring... This Money doesn't make you happy, but in this system, it'll definitely make you feel, like you said, a fucking whole lot better. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good argument for uh, universal income. What's that? Just uh, overall prosperity, right? Because if you think about, like, objectively, where does the most crime occur? In low-income neighborhoods. Right? Because they're low-income neighborhoods. They don't have as much money. They need money. They want more money. They want to get out of a low-income neighborhood. These types of things, right? Who, for whatever reasons that they're committing crimes. But if people had money to not live in low-income areas or in areas where there were more crime, then mm-hmm. people wouldn't live there. And then by that logic, there would be no more ghettos or no more low-income areas. Oh, I, guess, I don't know. Reduction in crime. Right. All of those things would just go down because money is the requirement to, to flourish and prosper in this system but you make it abso-fucking-lutely as difficult as possible to get any of it. But, you know, that's why they have education attached to property taxes. Low-income areas, you know, that's how they fund education. You know, from property taxes. And so that's why in low-income areas or black and Latino areas, the schools are poor because they don't have a lot of money from the property taxes. Mm. But when you have neighborhoods in like suburban white neighborhoods, wealthier, you know, well-to-do neighborhoods, the schools are amazing because especially if you have like consider the property taxes on a two million dollar home, you know, that home alone could, could pay fund for the fucking whole lunches goddamn, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. so that's, you know, that's why. So you're absolutely right. Like you said, there's a reason that they do that. You know? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I mean, I guess I did know that, but I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, property taxes, bro. That's why they. That's why in white schools they uh, they have great books. They have computers and laptops. That's why the kids there, when COVID nineteen happened, all those kids got to bring home computers and iPads and shit like that, so they could do online schooling. Is because property taxes, like their schools, are being funded by homes that are being. You know, like thousands, hundred thousand dollars in property taxes. Yeah. And so in low income neighborhoods, those property taxes aren't there. So right. those kids just don't get no education during COVID nineteen because when, unless they have a computer. When if if I so I have an I I have an idea in my or I have a thought in my head. 
the question is, when was the last time you th thought, or when do you think was the last time black people, like, had it good or had it okay? What would you, what would you define as okay? Um, less universal uh, hardships based on race. No. Never. I mean, if you're, I so mean, less when you, like, when you, because you're. Not as an entire race, as black people in America. Again, though, like, for real, I would, that depends on what, how you. Same. Yeah. Universal like that, that, hardships that, 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 across that, black Americans. That, that depends on how you, on, for me, that depends on how you look at that, because when you say, like, when, when uh, the last time black people have had it, let's just say good, when you say universal hardships, in general, you mean, when did black folks have it good, like, in America? Yeah, right? or okay, uh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Let's see, okay, good, that's what I'm saying, like, so, what does that mean to you? Because, like, okay or oh, good I'll, to I, you may mean something different I to see, me. I see, okay. Um, hmm. Well, the things that I'm imagining, I think, would all be things that you would absolutely agree with, so less... Less, uh, less everything. Less black on black crime. Less, uh, less black people being uh, abused by cops or being shot by police. Uh, all of the bad things. Less bad things. Less racism. Less open racism. Less closeted racism. Less discrimination. So, so I would say in that group first, As you can't you can't put black on black crimes in there. Okay. Because that's on black people. Okay. That's a, that is an internal. Thing. But that's still a negative aspect. That's oh, a negative I, aspect. I see what you're saying. But that's yeah. still a negative aspect that's, towards yeah. towards black people as a whole in America. It is, but there's there's just as much black on black crime as there is white on white crime. So, so kind of like. So you if, if you're point. saying yeah because it's like that's both of those things are internal struggles. We can only deal with those ourselves as a community. Right, right. So when you say when have we had it good, see that's what I say. When you say like good or you know, like there's the difference because when you say we've had it good, I so, think oh, I think will I be able to get a job at the same rate as not just the white person or any other person? Huh. Will I be able to um yeah. will I be able to get into school, like any school that I want to without having to do affirmative action? Will I be able to get a loan right. at the bank gotcha. without them considering that I'm black? Uh, mm, will I? I mean, there's so like for real. There's so gotcha. So so based on your interpretation, would you say there was ever a time no, or the yeah, never? No, no. Okay. I would say that the, I mean because if if you're gonna say that that's what see that's the I from, think that's the thing there because the, those, all the things that you just mentioned were not things that I had thought of see right so what so what were you thinking that's I see? was thinking like I said I was thinking like less less crime less uh, oppression less open racism I mean we all got less crime. bigotry we right. all got crime uh, so I less think black bigot, people being bigotry, affected by crime bigotry you could throw in there yeah I'd say just racism you could throw in there yeah um. But there hasn't there hasn't been less of that, less of what racism or, so when when you say less racism, what do you think? So I think it's hard to really know or understand if there is less or more racism at any given time. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, uh, and only because. Baby, you want a banana? Only because racism definitely existed when you and I were like five. Or two, right? Mm -hmm. We'll say we'll say two or three. It existed when we were thirty five and thirty one too. Right, but we <laughs> could not comprehend 
how okay. how uh, prevalent it was okay. at that younger age. Okay. And we weren't aware of it at that younger age. We became aware of it over time. Mm -hmm. So then the question is, I can't say that there is more now than there was the other day. What I can say is, based on for how long I've had awareness, which could be even let's say five years mm -hmm. within the last five years I have seen an increase mm -hmm. in um, you know violent or, or, or race race uh, race hate fueled situations against mm -hmm. black people mm -hmm. has grown incrementally well, so I, if I can see it within a five year time span I can assume or I would imagine that it has been growing over the time that before I was aware of it. I would say, yeah, no. I would say that it's probably always, I mean, since you have known it, it's probably always been the same. Like you say, <laughs> now you've seen it. Before, we didn't see it. Like okay. with Facebook and Instagram and shit like that. So, I mean, before it just wasn't being recorded. Right. Now we can just see it. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like it's always, it's always been there. Right. I don't feel like it's, I mean, maybe yeah, they're 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 they're, it is I, yeah, it's definitely growing again, because when you say racism, I also think you know shit. I think back into the sixties and shit and fifties right. and like the Klan and lynching people and shit. Right. Like that. So it was racism. like really, really, really bad. Yeah. And then it got, I don't know. I and it was like okay, we'll just stop. Not as we'll, bad. We'll stop as killing y'all so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like. What? <laughs> we'll stop doing it so much. Yeah. And so, but yeah. now, you can just see it. Yeah. So, yeah, when you ask that question, I still say, yeah, no, there's never, never. been. A, yeah. 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 There are still things, and not even, not even just black people. Hell, Latino. Yeah. There's still never even been a Latino person. Just non-white people. Yeah. Non-white people. Yeah. There you go. But I, you know, of course... In my, in my, in my story, black people have had it the worst. I also believe that that's not to say that what like Native Americans and what you know Mexican Americans and things like that went through in this country were weren't bad. And you know the Japanese and shit like that. Fuck but, they put them motherfuckers in camps, bro. Yeah, but I just it's just man, bro, it's just non-comparable because with. With even though this whole this fucking is, country, this country's history yeah. is littered, it is littered with fucking horrible racist atrocities. It is, but black the black black atrocity though is the only atrocity in which white people acknowledged that they did not even treat the other race like a human being. Like they didn't even they even put it in the constitution that we were three fourths a person. Wow. You know, like, that was the one thing about... People say, oh, you know, slavery was bad all around the world. There was slavery all around the world. That is very true. But there... But the slavery that happened in America was called chattel slavery. Which basically meant they treated black people like cattle. Like cows. So, that's why, in my opinion, it was like the black people have been treated the worst. Because in every other conflict, yeah, white people did horrible things like the Native Americans and shit, like you know, trail of tears and shit like that. Bro, but poisoning they, them with smallpox and shit. But they knew that these were, uh, they knew that these were people, human beings, 
Yeah. Africans, they didn't even treat Africans like that. Like, they treated them literally like dogs. Mm. Like, that is what they considered them. It was it was written into the Constitution that we were not even fully human. Like, that was in the Constitution of this country. And people, that's, you know, like, yeah. so people expect for... That's what, that's what, like, blows my fucking mind away. When people be like, oh, you're being racist against white people. Yeah, it is like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Dude, you know what's crazy? Like, I've literally never had that thought until just now. What? Where I was like, this entire country's history is just built on... Hell yeah. Racial genocides. Hell yeah, bro. And death and... We got here, we killed all the Indians, and we pushed them away. Yeah. Then we decided to buy a bunch of black people and enslave them. And bring their ass over here. And we just, you know, we did that. So we're going to kill all these motherfucking Indians? You niggas come on over here. (laughs) 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 Then said, get in that boat, nigga. (laughs) That's what they say. Right? So then they abolished slavery. (laughs) They abolished slavery. Then, even before they abolished slavery, right? Black people were fighting in white people's wars. All the time. Right? And so, Mm -hmm. and then after that... Black people fought in every other fucking white guy's war. That's what I say all the time. Right? <laughs> then, when some Japanese dudes, when the Japanese people come over here and bomb the shit out of, out of your military bases from an island that you took from a native Hawaiian queen. Talk to them. Oh my God. They bombed the shit out of you. Then you put all your Japanese citizens in fucking camps. Oh my God, dude. And at the same time, Ugh. at the same time, continue to kill and murder black people. Oh Even my after, god! Because after they abolished slavery, there was the the fuck was the period? It was like the lynch mob. Oh, bro, just segregation, like segregation in general. You were like, "Yo, we won't own you anymore," but also like. You can't use this bathroom or drink from this water fountain or sit in this area of the bus or go to these places. Like the so, fuck basically, is this? we we ain't gonna own you, but we own your ass. Because you can <laughs> we, do we, what the fuck we, we say. We do. can't. We can't tell you what to do, but we can't. But we will tell you what not to do. <laughs> yeah, man. So You're so not so allowed you're... to do this. You're not allowed to come in here. You're not allowed to drink from that thing. So that's what I'm saying. You know, this is a different. This conversation is not. A conversation I could have had with <laughs> because it's like he just would not. What we're the things that we're saying are actually based in history and like yeah, facts. truth. Yeah, and he like he just would not. I don't think he would be able to stomach that. Or and I'm not saying because he's not an unintelligent person. He really isn't. He's just. I'm going to say stuck in his ways. All right, everyone. That was our pilot episode. We'd hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as you can tell, there were a lot of things going on in that episode. Yeah, touched uh, on a lot of different topics. Touched there. on a lot of different topics. There were a lot of revelations. and yeah, I had my whole brain explode right yeah. there towards the end a little bit. <laughs> and then you also heard in that episode my boyfriend who became very emotional when talking about some of these things. Um, so like I said, we just hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, and we'd love to hear your feedback, your comments, your concerns, questions, all of that. You know, you can reach us at uh, twobrosdiffmos at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. That's Twitter and Instagram, twobrosdiffmos. And that's the number two. Yeah. All right. So until next time, take it easy.